And we are back, episode 47 here of Journey to a Million. Yeah, we were just having a nice debate here before we got started about Jared selling away all those assets in a dynasty league. Hi, Jared. How you doing? Zach, how you doing? Let's flip this around. I'm doing good. There we go. Okay, Jared is doing well, even though he just um, got ripped off in the dynasty league. Zach, how are you doing? Okay. Kind of sad I wasn't on the other end of that trade, but... I guess yeah, it could same be here. I, Jared, come yeah, to us guys, if you got trades. You guys probably also wish you were six and zero, oh, don't you? Here, let, let's talk no, about actually, the trades. So really Raheem don't. Mostert, <laughs> Raheem Mostert goes to Jared, and then he gives up Antonio Gibson and a 2025 second rounder was the trade, and for a 30 year old running back, I mean that was quite the haul uh, received by Jacob haul? Stevens. So he got a second. It's not a haul, Drew. Gibson is a big. I mean, that's going to be a pretty good second round pick in 2025, if you ask me. Who did you get in your second round pick this year that you're that you're currently using in your roster? Uh, Rashad White. Uh, Pierce I'm actually starting. Rounder. No, Pierce? Alec Pierce is worth a worth a first sack. He was a second I mean, round pick in rookie drafts, though. Some people got uh, Damian Pierce, I believe, in the second round, and so you like, know, that was it, early though. It's uh. I still have a lot of years to get those picks back and I probably will. Cause after I win it all this year, I'll probably trade some of my team away next year. Hope to get some of those picks back. Yeah. I'll give them, I'll, I'll offer you some fourth rounders. I don't need no fourth oh. rounders. We'll consider that, but Hey, let's get to the task on hand here. We're talking about week six and week seven of football, really a week six recap, a week seven preview here on the podcast. But first, we must talk about the team and player picks. So going starting with the team picks, we were talking about all last week how someone was going to go on five probably, but we actually had the opposite happen here. Someone went five and oh. Yeah, you guys, I'm, I'm sure you've heard already because Zach's ego is like I, I need a sticky note and I need to like put it up here. Like Zach's ego is so high up here. I can't even give, explain give him it. A little clap. Uh, a clap. Zach <sighs> I boost him up a little, a little too much. No, he just gets a cheer. Good job, Zach. Zach goes 5-0 and oh for the first time out of all of us here. Out of a total of how many tries was that? That was 18 tries. We finally had someone go 5-0. and oh. Congratulations, Zach. I go 2-3 and three with Jared as well. So we both go 2-3. and three. So the overall records, we were kind of talking about this in our group chat. We got the good, the <laughs> mid. And the ugly Zach being the good slash great twenty four and six overall. Myself, I'm I'm mid. I guess that's what people are telling me. I'm mid. So fifteen, 15 and, 15. and fifteen. So I and <laughs> then like the Jared of mid. Jared's the bad thirteen and seventeen. Only two games behind me, but it's enough to constitute as bad. So <laughs> that's kind of where we're at on this. But I'm feeling good about my picks kind this of week, the, though. Yeah, you didn't make go to player picks. <laughs> I'm feeling good about the, the teams. He's feeling, he's feeling good regardless. Yeah. However, the player picks, a little opposite here with Jared's leading the way in points scored overall with a whopping 470.54. Zach then close in second, 460.9. And then I'm the ugly. I'm the bad. I'm the whatever you want to say, 400.08. But in my he's defense, in nice. I've had four or five players injured this year, like in the first quarter of games. Excuses. So, I had you two players in injuries. one week. I had Trey Lance that week. I had I don't Naeem even know. Hines still put up one point eight for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, Taysom Hill put up. No. However, in week six, guess who gets the job done? 
Drew Skyberg does. Yeah, I win week six. I don't think that deserved eight, a cheer. No, he was cheering for 80, himself there. A weird. whopping 84.92 yeah. points. Hey, 84.92 points is the most points we put up combined, or not combined, but uh, put up in a week since week two when Jared put up 115.22. So it's been a while, and I had a great week, which was 84.92 points. Jared was in second, 77.96 points. And Zach was, was in third, 76.58 oh, Who's in last? Zach is. We actually like yeah. all around. We actually had a pretty decent week. Usually we got at least one of us is like 60 or <laughs> 42. 42. 42. <laughs> hey, injuries. Hey, who did I all have that week that got injured? Hines? It was Hines. And it was and... someone else. Yeah, one other. So someone. I don't know. I don't remember who, but it, whatever. It was my luck. And yeah, uh, we didn't have that this week. It was a pretty consistent week, as Zach mentioned. And overall, you know. There were upsets aplenty. I mean, we kind of talked about it in last week's how like there there could be a lot of upsets this week, and there sure were this week. So I guess let's 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 head right over there to week six. Let's talk about kind of things that happened. I'm gonna go to you first, Jared. Give me your biggest your maybe not the biggest takeaway, but like the most surprising thing that happened in week six of football. I mean, immediately I think Steelers, uh, Buccaneers. Um, backup quarterback and Trubisky. I mean, starter was starter, but now backup going against Tom Brady and they get the job done to improve to two and four Buccaneers uh, are a mess right now. Brady's just yelling at his team. Um, doesn't seem to have everything in, in the line that he normally does. So I'd probably have to say that game. Um, but I do want to say that the giants are impressing me and so are the jets. Um, the New York teams are looking really good. So I don't I don't know what to think about them yet. I think they're both top ten. I think we can agree on that. But it's it's crazy to see I mean, both of them up there. Last week the Giants, I think they had to combine like two hundred and fifty yards of offense and the Ravens had about four hundred. So if you look at that, like it's yeah. not looking good for the Giants right there, but they just they find ways to win. They put their team in a good situation and they've been able to figure it out, which is all you really need to do. But I mean they got a couple easy games coming up, which we've talked about. So if they don't start to um, kind of pull away in some of these games and really show that they are a good team, uh, I'm still going to be doubting them. Yeah, like going off what Zach said, I mean, in terms of offense, like is, you know, that 250 yards of offense-ish with Daniel Jones throwing for, right? I mean, like 90 of 17 he was, or 27 with uh, 173 yards. Like a 68 QBR, basically. And just overall, the offense is not the best still. I mean, that receiving core is still not the greatest thing. Like, is this sustainable? Like, I don't know if this is sustainable. I know we're six weeks in the year, but, like, what do you guys think? I mean, their top receivers are, like, what, Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard? I mean... Well, Daniel Bellinger's Bellinger, actually led in Bellinger's been like really good. He's been- um, I don't see – I really don't understand how Daniel Jones is leading this team to, like Zach said, possibly a 9-1 and one start if they take care of business in the next few weeks. Like, it's Daniel Jones. Their team won, I, like, three games. I think Brian year. Dable is. I mean, if you really want I, – yeah. I really think that, like – I think if you see a coach make this added. much of an impact – The yeah, creativity I really think the it, offense. Yeah. Like, what, what Dable's done. And you could say maybe, you know, uh, teams haven't really figured out Brian Dable's schemes yet, and you could maybe throw him being a new head coach in in that. But, I mean, also we've seen kind of like what's happened with some other new coaches, right? I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, it's been yeah. nothing but a disaster we, so far. 
Are we ready to compare the Giants to the Bengals of last year? No, 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 no. They don't have the weapons. Uh, how are they, me, Jamar how are they Chase. Games? How are they beating the Packers? I, the there are, I mean, they're beating good Giants teams. game. They, I mean, they were Packers were out coached. I, I really think that was that was an aspect. I really think them being out coached. I think some play calls as well. I mean, with the Packers over, they're making Rogers. some. They're kind of What's hanging that? or f- finding ways to hang around the game, so it's close late in the game, and then they're just making timely plays that um, give them the edge. And we've kind of been mentioning they have Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, Detroit coming up as their next four games. So out of those games, I think Jacksonville's shown shown some flashes, but I don't think we can kind of consider them a week to week solid team. And obviously, Seattle's shown some flashes as well. Detroit, um, not really sure on them yet. Um, just because they've had some ups and downs offensively. Then obviously Houston. So these are four realistic games they can win. But what I'd be looking for in these next four games is, are they still winning these games by one-score games? Or are they some of these games are pulling ahead, winning by 14, 17, 20 points? Are they, are they like showing how good of a team they actually are instead of just winning the games? See, I don't think they are that good of a team that they can pull ahead that, that that much i mean they're not they're young a really young team that's not really experienced with you know playoffs or even just they don't i don't know they don't, i don't really understand how they are five and one right now um and i like you said they could start nine and one i just don't think that they're gonna end up beating the teams that they're supposed to down the road i just don't see it yet at least i packers right i mean they, they were supposed to be a they should have been five and one look to start this year if you're looking at um opponents i mean Looking at that too, I mean, based on how it's, it's turned out, and I, I don't maybe maybe we see them the Giants those. or the Packers. I'm saying the Packers. I'm saying the Packers. Okay, they they should have started five and one, but they they look three say. and three, and now they lose Giants and Jets back to back. I'm just saying, like, I mean, you can look at the schedule. At least I anticipated Packers starting five and one, and I I anticipate some hiccups throughout the year, maybe with a, a lesser team, but like. You know, three and three are the Green Bay Packers right now. And my point is those next four games, they look like they're gimmies, but the National Football League, there's no gimme. I mean, we, we've seen that, especially this past week. With the are, we gonna see, yeah. are we going to see three teams come out of the NFC East, do you think, this year? No. It's possible. I mean, I think it's, now we have to make Eagles are going to make it. Eagles are going to make it. Yeah. Cowboys are only going to get better with Dak returning. Mm-hmm. And they kept it close, even with Cooper Rush and his three interceptions. And with the Giants' schedule, how we've already talked about, even if they go three and one in those next four games, which they should win them, that's still eight and two. And how many wins are you realistically going to need in the NFC to make the playoffs? You're talking like eight, nine wins to be that seventh seed. So I think there's a very good shot. But I guess what I was kind of wondering, um, what are you guys' takes on if you're picking one team who you believe in more, the Giants or the Jets right now? Two New York teams. Jets. Oh, I, they have a quarterback. On. The Jets have a quarterback, and they have a young running back who is looking Jets like. Jets have a game manager. I mean, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson isn't like much. this talent. Yeah, still, he's, he's Zach, talent. Zach he's Wilson and Daniel, Daniel Jones are about. I'll, I'll take Daniel Jones even. over Wilson. Wilson's just a game manager. I mean, he's he's like a Jimmy G. But he's what they need. <laughs> what he's, he's what the Jets need. They don't need to have a Tom Brady on their team. They have no, a I, I, great running back that's emerging. You know. Jones hasn't turned the ball over or fumbled like three times a game like last year either. So like, I mean, I've seen some things where I like enough to, to say that. Uh, I think I'll say one. giants. 
Uh, I'm going to say Giants. Yeah. See, I think they just have a favorable uh, schedule. Not saying the Jets don't. I mean, both teams finish like bottom of their division, so they're going to get an easy schedule. But going Jets forward, got I just a tough have, stretch I have, coming up here. I have so much more faith in the Jets. I don't care about the like really the schedule because like like you said, Zach, the Giants aren't going to prove to the fans that they're going to beat these teams by like 20 points. I think that the Jets will keep every game close, and they've looked decent so far. I mean, really good so far. List up the four and two. The Jets got Denver. Denver this week, which mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's going to be a close game just because Denver's defense is that good. It's just a matter of fact um, how the I think Denver it'll be low scoring plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be a low scoring game. I Denver think game Denver needs to win a game. I think that they're really going through it right now. Back to back overtime losses. They're going to be fighting for a win, so that could be a really good game. I don't think Denver's even played like Kansas City yet this year, have they? So they got four know. four games against the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs yet, and those are all four games that they could lose with how they've mm-hmm. played. But after Denver, the Jets have New England, Buffalo, the bye, then New England. And then looking at the last like six-ish games, they got Minnesota, Buffalo, and Miami. Yeah, so I think they got they're just uh, they got like four games that they, they should win. But and then think, I think they do you think the Giants are gonna beat the Cowboys? And the Eagles going forward? I think they no. could beat the Cowboys once. Or I guess they only play them one more time, but I think they yeah. could. It was a close game last time. Because they still have the Eagles twice, right? Yeah, they do. I don't like the Giants in either of those games. That's just because, again, you, but you don't know. You can split division games, of course. We've seen it happen. But, I mean, look, the Eagles, They I keep predicting them to lose. They keep not losing. So They're I mean, running away with the can, division. Yeah. One of my takeaways was Eagles 17 and 0 question mark. I don't know. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> this team just won the Super Bowl like three years ago. You have to remember that. I know they had Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, but like they got this team's so much different from that team a few years ago. Yeah, it's not the same at all. No, this is completely a different team other than like Fletcher Cox and like a few other guys. Like, I mean, this is a very different team. It is a different team. I mean, the, maybe they just have the the atmosphere going around their team right now. No. Like, we're the best. <laughs> just saying that the Eagles schedule, they have a couple games where it's probably going to be close, but they don't have like they don't play any of the other top five teams right now. They got like Green Bay, Tennessee, the Colts, Dallas, New Orleans. Like none of these teams are phenomenal so yeah. far. I mean, I the Eagles just went to. Uh, Dallas and they took care. I mean, they were up 20 to three, right? In the at the half halftime, I think it was like 20 to three. Yep. They looked not the best in the second half, but they were like able to get the job done in Dallas prime time. That's that's tough to do. They need but their they, offensive line to stay healthy. That's what they need. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I got another takeaway here. So I'm going to kind of like pivot a little. I want to go to Atlanta. I want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons are three and three, everyone, through their first six games. Who would I mean? Who would have kind of thought that they win 28-14 over the 49ers? I'm I have just, a question I, for you, I was Drew. shocked with how it turned out. Go ahead. Can you name two receivers on their team besides Drake London? Uh, yeah, I, I can name Olamidi. I can name is him. He, what's Zacchaeus? Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. Olamidi Zacchaeus. And then the other ones, I have it up right now, so no, I can read these now. But, but you know, Keith Smith, uh, McCole Pruitt. Yeah, Avery Williams. Point, I mean, my point is no. they don't have house names like or Which, like you know. Zach they're not Rauscher. passing the ball though. Yeah, Zach has the takeaway. Yeah, Patterson's where, been hurt too. Yeah, but they, they're they not ran passing the ball, the ball forty Jared. times in this game, Jared. Yes, they, I know. With 
Cordero like, Patterson's been hurt. They're like their running game hasn't been there either. I, right? I know Zach said, yeah. <laughs> it has to be there somewhat if they're scoring. 40, so 40 out of their like 54 um plays were really run mm-hmm. plays on offense. So you know those one is scramble plays by Mariota too. No, I mean, like, I'm just looking, I'm looking at like, like, like eight or nine carries, I think. I don't know yeah, the exact number, six, but six carries for 50, 50 yards with a rushing touchdown. But then but, they have Tyler Algier and they have um Chase Huntley who Caleb Huntley. Like, Caleb, who, Huntley Caleb Huntley. <laughs> Did you say Chase Huntley? <laughs> Chase, Chase Huntley. Huntley. I said Huntley. <laughs> oh, I, I, I said, had like, the Chase last Huntley, name right. It's not the first name. I mean, I, no. I like throwing baseball in here too with like my yeah, Tristan McKenzie. Tristan McKenzie. Yeah. But uh, Caleb Huntley out carrying Tyler Algier was a little surprised to me, although it was 16 to 15. I still think Algier, this is, I still think they're going to work him in more. I think it's going to be like a Brees Hall, um, Brees Hall kind of thing, a tra- Travis Etienne kind of thing where we'll see him slowly work in more and more. But I think they need to utilize Pitts more. He's like their best player. Which they, they, they threw finally Pitts in the red zone, but like the target share, it was Zacchaeus leading the way, Old Middy, Zacchaeus there with four. Drake London also with four, Kyle Pitts oh. with three. So, I mean, that's not a good target share like Zach highlighted in terms of, you know, fantasy outlook. Well, I think from a dynasty perspective, though, they'll be fine. Target share, like they have the target share. That they're just not passing. Like well, that's, I'm saying, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I guess that's really kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the target share is high, although the vo- but the volume's low. That's what I mean. But um, you have to remember, like this Falcons team does have the same record as the Cowboys, not the Cowboys, the Packers, 49ers, Rams, Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> like they're probably in the same spot, like playoff wise. Like they're almost in a spot probably at this point. Yeah, Some of these but... teams are are crazy. Like look at the standings right now. I mean, the Giants are in there, the Jets are in there, the 49ers I think are at the seventh seed right now. It's crazy. And this team's defense is no joke. I mean, we were highlighting this at the start of the year, even like it's a very underrated secondary, right? I mean, highlighted by, of course, AJ Terrell there as a corner. But looking at this squad, though, I mean, you wonder what they're going to do in the draft next year, right? I mean, they go out, they get a running back this year. You wonder if they're going to get a quarterback, you know, in 2023. It would be they probably potentially something. I mean, that's where I think they're destined to go because considering, I mean, they have the talent with London and Pitts. I mean, it would be nice to get a wide receiver three or two. I know one. I know Pitts is really tight end, but I feel like free agency would solve that, and then they kind of, you know, I, I think they're quarterback away from there. I think yeah. Carolina's doing the season right. They're yeah. not going to contend. Yep. They're got the number one pick right now. Not necessarily that they're tanking. I think Matt Rule is just really bad, and that's why he's yeah. gone. <laughs> but I mean, I they, they got the number one pick, so. Yeah, you know DJ whatever, Moore. Whatever now we're open do. for him to yeah. get traded, right? Mm-hmm. And McCaffrey. Yeah, he just signed an extension, so mm. you know maybe McCaffrey's they trade him. Zach off. I'd say if he goes if to McCaffrey the goes to Buffalo. Oh my! God. Could you imagine yeah, that, that team is winning it all? I've heard people say they want McCaffrey to Buffalo. I'm like, why would you want just a team that's going to win it all? Like, like Buffalo. What would the price be? I like player. <laughs> what would the price be? Like three first McCaffrey. round picks. No, four would not be three. Are you crazy, Jared? It'd be like no, a second. It'd be like a a second or just one for McCaffrey. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, based on cap, based on a running back, he's got big contract and it's a running back. So I mean, yeah, I would okay, say then. a the okay. twenty a twenty twenty four twenty twenty five second. Oh. I don't know if scouts, of course, how did, the class, then how does like, like a second does, and a third maybe? How does Deshaun Watson realistic get five first round picks then? It's a quarterback, Jared. It's a quarterback. 
I understand that, but why is quarterbacks that are worth different? ten times the value of anybody else, right. and especially running backs too. Running backs are considered yeah. one of the most replaceable, disposable positions in football. In terms now, of granted, McCaffrey isn't like every other running back. He's an outlier. Yes, the way that the league is going today, I'm thinking he's going to lure in a first at least. No. I don't see I mean, it's, any... it's one of the best running backs in the game. That's like Jonathan Taylor getting traded for a second. That's not happening. I can't see a team like Buffalo giving up a first. I, I can't see they're... a team like the Carolina Panthers only settling for a second for their franchise player. If that's all they can get, why won't they? They'll hold on to him and hope they can get something else later. They'll tank and they'll see he, what they can get in the draft. Just... The time is ticking with running backs. It's just a time clock. I mean, I, I feel like this year too. The offenses are. The whole league, like the offenses across the league, are moving to a pass happy offense, and running back value is already going down. So if you, but he's if, not the average running back. He is a pass catcher. You know. Yeah, I don't, I'll I say think, a second rounder, and at you know, like Zach said, second and third. But at most, it would be just a first. But I don't see that happening. You just gotta look at like the leverage here, because what kind of leverage does Buffalo have? Okay, we don't need him. They're the best offense in the NFL without him. Mm-hmm. We're fine without him. What does Carolina have? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I don't see Carolina trading him for anything less than a first, if not more, just because like they can get so. I I think they can get so much more out of him. A team's gonna need him. Say he goes to like the Falcons, right? They're gonna need a running back. I mean, Algier, and they're not going to do it. Say he goes to the Falcons. They're a, a decent team so far. Like, they'll they'll offer him yeah. a lot because they don't have a quarterback to pay. They don't have – they have money that they can spend. Let's go well, to a trade that – money did under contract already. Let's go to a trade. That did happen. Let's move on here, guys. We are 22 minutes in already, so we got to keep the show on the road. Robbie Anderson does go to the Arizona Cardinals after that Marquise Brown injury. Uh, I guess Robbie Anderson, we did see him for the Panthers – get ejected by his own team, right? I mean, he, he was sent to the locker room uh, and he is now with the Cardinals. I guess I'm not looking. They play Thursday night this week or the Cardinals do play Thursday night this week. Doesn't look like he's going to be like, he might be good to go Thursday night, but I can't imagine we'll see him in a lot of snaps or play a lot of snaps Thursday night. I would more expect him to be ready for week eight. Is that kind of what you guys think as well? I mean, he is yeah. cleared to play Thursday, but yeah, he's probably not going to play much. Like you said. So then that means, right, Marquise Rondale Brown now. It sounds like Rondale Moore season still, right? Yeah. Hopkins will be on. I mean, he's gonna Hopkins won't be on a snap count. There's no way. He's hundred percent healthy. Nope. He's gonna play like every snap of the game. So exactly. I I I don't know why, but I like I always tend to like Kyler Murray's one or two in, in that <laughs> offense. Like, you know, it might not be like a very might not be the most efficient offense this year, only putting up nine points. You know, against the Seahawks, but they put up three. There's six been some value there. from defensive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I'm 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 saying nine points total, but yeah, yeah, yeah. My right. fear is that like you know Hopkins is back. Zach Ertz's value is going way up. He's been great this year so far. And now Rondell Moore's there. Robbie Anderson's not going to add much. I don't think. I think yeah. people that do think Robbie Anderson is going to be anything for fantasy, I think they're overreacting a little bit, um, just because. I mean, obviously, you got D-Hop coming back. You got Zach Ertz. You got Randall Moore. I think he's the fourth option on that offense already. So, it's just. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. But, 
there still remains hope for injury, right? I mean, I'm not saying like hope for like <laughs> he would be a guy to come in for injury, right? Yeah. 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 Think about it like that. I mean, like think about like what Greg Dortch did when Ron Vilmore was out the start of the year, right? I mean, a guy who played, I think, like two snaps last week was Dortch. But think about the double digit games he had back to back. I mean, I was streaming him to start. So I mean there there's been some relevance there in that in that Cardinal offense when injuries have occurred, is all I'm saying. I think this is more just the uh, Cardinals front office and uh, Cliff Kingsbury trying to do something that uh, I guess save their jobs, trying to do something to change the locker room, change the direction of the team. I still think it's a terrible move just because they already have three, four weapons that they can rely on. So th- that's not the issue with this team. Like the team has issues besides another weapon. And um, I think it's going to just be another move towards uh, Arizona getting new GM, new head coach. I think that's going to happen by the end of the season, if not this offseason. I felt, and I know we, we talked about it too, I felt like that could have happened last year, right? I mean, it feels like they're only delaying them, themselves. It should have, and they send them all to an yeah. extension. <laughs> extension, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, we talked about being one of the more head-scratching moves in the offseason, but look, we talked about week six here for 25-ish minutes, and we still got to talk about week eight, so... Well, we're going to move on. I mean, we kind of summed it up here. Lots of upsets. Uh, it's been, it was a I wild week of football, quick. and teams I have, have surprised. Go ahead. One thing. Who do you think is going to have the bigger impact coming back, Tua or Dak? Dak. Waddle and Tyreek. Are we talking over Teddy Bridgewater, or are we talking over Thompson? Bridgewater. Hmm. It doesn't I'd probably say any. Dak. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, Waddle and Hill combined for 300-plus passing yards last week with Bridgewater. Yeah. What was C.D. Lamb? Like, what is Dalton Schultz? You got to think they were 3-0 and with two and Schultz another 3-3. Yeah. What's that? I think Bridgewater still he, – he's not going to win you games, but he's kind of like – I'd compare him kind of to Jimmy G. Uh, not quite Jimmy G, but I think he's kind of the same game manager, whereas Cooper Rush is – I mean – he, how many yards? How many he's games like, did he have over two hundred yards? I yeah. think that the Dolphins yeah. need Tua a lot more than the Cowboys need Dak. My opinion, because I mean, they were winning games with Tua, and Cooper Rush was winning them games. We saw what happened with the Cowboys when they needed Cooper Rush to pass. He threw three it, picks, didn't yeah. look good. He had one really bad game, and I think people are overreacting. I mean, he's that's his first game he's ever lost as a starter. That's the first game he actually had a pass the ball, had to go out yeah. there and make plays. Every other game, yeah, they've think, been able to run the ball to get ahead. I think partly to the Dolphins team, I mean, going to Bridgewater and how they've performed recently. Yeah. I mean, I, I think even if Tua was there, I think this team is just was due a little bit for regression. I think they were playing a little over their heads first few games with Mike McDaniel. I mean, again, the Jets put up 40 points on them the week before. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. That team that's might not, not be. an issue. No. Yeah, that's, that, that's kind of my thing. So... Yeah, that's where we're at with those teams right now. But week seven right now, uh, we have some team and player picks. Zach, we'll go to you. What do you want to start with? We're going to start with uh, player picks because I get to pick first and I want to pick first. So <laughs> we're going with player picks. So and who, we're st- who's hold on? Who's picking first or second and third between me and Drew? For, so uh, player picks, it goes. I got the first pick, then Jared, then Drew. And then for team picks, when we get to it, because Drew and I team have the picks same is Drew, Jared, myself. Okay. Because we're going to go off uh, week five records then, because you guys tied. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Zach, go. I'm going to start off. Uh, wait, hold on. Is Damien Harris out? Questionable. Questionable. Okay. I'm going. To I know. Josh I'm frustrated Jacob. too. I got, I got Ramondre too, Zach. I Zay really want to just. Josh Jacobs. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. I really wanted to do it. Not good because I really wanted him. But So I'm up then. I'm second. Yep. Yeah. We're going to go Pittman. Okay. I'm taking Hopkins. That's I don't risky. like that pick. No, neither do I. I don't like DeAndre Hopkins. First week back, he's going to get hyper targeted. He's not going to be fitting in that offense. Oh, he's going to get hyper targeted in PPR. That's good, league? Jared. <laughs> no, he's not going. I do be agree, Jared. Be covered. He's not going to get used to all that targeting. He's not conditioned. He's not going to be ready. Jared, I, I like where you're. I, I like where you're coming from. Awesome. Pick again, Drew. I would love that. Um, part of me wants to just like you know. Sorry, I gotta think now. I had Hopkins like penciled in. Now it was like, I think I'll take Devonte Adams. Okay, it was not on my list either. Cool, cool. So I get Brees Hall then. That was on my list. <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of that. Mm. It's been good. Uh, so my pick, I get two of them. I'm going. Mm, I'm gonna go with. Kenneth Walker at the Chargers. Yep. Cool. Then I am going to go with um, Kyler Murray at New Orleans. Okay. Mid. Then I'll take... Quarterbacks are scarce this week outside top five. Yeah, I know. If you're looking at it, it's pretty I bad. I know. <laughs> they are really bad. Um, I'll take... Brees Hall is basically my running back, so I'll take a flex, and I'll go Thursday night with Chris Olave. Well, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, my turn. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm taking Dak Prescott. It's welcome back week for me. That's really risky too. And then I'm taking Aaron Jones against the Commanders. Okay, I'll take my quarterback, and it's going to be a weird pick that you guys won't like, but I have to start him this week in one of my leagues, and I'm high on him, so I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence, my quarterback. I actually had him on my list. If uh... yeah. Sure, I'm fine with it. Okay. I don't know about over Herbert, but we'll go mm-hmm. with it. Herbert had like eight points last week. Yeah. No touchdown. I'm going to take Monterey St. Brown. Yeah. And then, let's see, you got to go tight end. I'll take George Kittle again. Oh my God. Four straight weeks. <laughs> I think it's five straight weeks. <laughs> Something like that. Hey, he's getting better each week. So uh, this week it's going to be that 40 point week. He's due. Well, you know what I'm calling here? Tua is back and I need a tight end. Oh my God. <laughs> no way. No, don't Gisicki. do it. Don't do it. it. <laughs> In two touchdowns okay. last week. Um, I need, I need my tight end and there are, uh, do I do it? Robert Tanyan? No, no. <laughs> which, which, Hawkinson? I think I'm going to do Hunter Henry. Whoa. Okay. Okay, I got a question too sent in. From Tron. We got Amonra and Aaron Jones for Swift and London. Full PPR. I'm going to guess it's redraft. And... Yeah. I, yeah. I do yeah. it. I'm yeah, 100%. It. 
I'll give Swift I'll give them the. Swift is going to be back probably this week, and then yeah. I think London. Even though they don't pass much, he's going to get better. Not Wait, who are we saying yes to? Are Shoot. we saying yes? I, I'm taking the London and Swift side. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, Drew, I he's think I was on your as side, he's giving Drew. up a monitor on Aaron Jones. Hold on, hold on, Drew. Jameson um, Williams is coming back in a couple weeks here. Drew, he's I was on your eventually. side. I think me and you were on the same side taking a monitor on Aaron Jones. Uh, but, but I mean, Zach, you touched on it. How much is this Atlanta team going to throw the football this year? I would do it more for Swift. I'm not a big Aaron Jones fantasy guy he's either. Hurt. He just came Just because he's so... We've seen him. He has 10 touches and they have 100 yards and put up 20 fantasy points. Oh, he's a great running back. He just has to stay healthy. And the other two on the left side have stayed healthy for the most part. Jared, let me read you Aaron Jones. 10, 35, 4, 17, 10, 7. That's his fantasy outputs this year. That's also the Packers not being consistent and Rodgers not looking to... He's like that every year, though. Aaron Jones, like you said, has his weeks of 35 points. It's not Quick consistent. Here, last year, he had like six single point fantasy weeks. We were banking on Jones also getting more targets. I, I mean, I'm just looking at that perspective. He's not gotten targeted targeted a lot at mm-hmm. all. So mm-hmm. I, I feel if you if you feel Aaron Jones is going to get targets more, and if if it, you don't care that Jamison Williams is going is coming back, if you don't find that as something that might That's another big hurt thing. him as much. I mean, it's it's as much as you value that really. So, mm-hmm. um, ooh. I guess I don't know what we don't know who he has either. I don't know if he's still in the chat or whoever is still in the chat. But Jameson Williams is coming back in what two weeks, something like that. He's going to be back within the next couple of weeks. He's I think it's a good trade off. for both teams, though. I, I mean, wouldn't I, be mad if I got either. Of those <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad if I got either either side. Yeah. But I'll I'll say yes that they that you get Swift in London. Um, but because I mean, Swift is the best player out of all four. Can we agree on that? Yeah. healthy yeah it's how much you believe if london gets the red zone work which he has seen i mean i could see that from an upside perspective though i feel like the swift in london has more upside than the jones and amonra it also depends how your team is doing because if say he's getting the swift and his team isn't doing great right now i think it's he's pretty much buying low on both those guys i think swift is one of those guys that he can win you weeks he can win you like yeah. a league Whereas Amon Ra and Aaron Jones with Jameson Williams coming back and Aaron Jones having to share time with Dylan, they're kind of, I don't know if I want to say like safer options, but their ceiling isn't quite as high as Drake. I think London they're higher floor those guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay. Uh, did everyone make their picks? I think they're yeah, was we're done. Yeah, we're done with the, so, the player picks. Yeah. I'm, I'm biting my tongue a little on Hunter Henry. I'm just hoping against the Bears. Yeah. So that's, those, that's, a, that's Monday night, right? That is Monday night. Next Monday, we'll talk about those games after we do the team picks. All right. I guess Drew's first first. for team. I'm first. Don't take my team. Don't do it. Mm. I I have teams lined up. I just, I just, I hate being the first team. I hope you're not talking about the Colts, Jared. No, 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 no. This week, week I'm I'm taking teams that need a win. Basically, like they can't. Okay. Buccaneers, I'm taking. Well, there's my pick. So nice. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll go the second obvious pick and I'll take the Packers over the Commanders. Um, Oof. I am going to go. I'll go New England over Chicago. Yep. Picking against the bad teams. Wow. Um,. And then we're going to go with 
Let me look here. Ooh. We're going to go with the Chargers over Seattle. Ah, yep. wait. Can I change that? No, no. no. <laughs> Actually, you let me change. Um, No, yeah, but you, you let me change it for the same game for – for Bills, you can change Chiefs. it. He didn't. He didn't like finalize it. You can change it. Fine. I can change it. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna take the Raiders. Yeah, well, that was a team number. I had down. So that's that why was I'm my number two. Down. Actually, I was gonna take. They it need down. to win, and they're at Houston. So they need that's to exactly win. What I was okay. gonna say. I'm taking teams that need to win. <laughs> cool. Um, then I guess I'll take the Ravens against the Browns. That was my team. Nice. Uh, my teams are running low now, so I gotta. I got two now. Oh no. Okay, well, if we're talking teams that really need a win, I'll take Dolphins against Steelers. I might call an upset there. Okay. But think back-to-back week, Steelers got it? I mean, I don't know. Steelers. I got Kansas Steelers. City in a bounce-back game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 49ers need a bounce-back win, too. Cool. Kansas City's the better team. Okay. Well, then... Um, you know, I want to take the Broncos over the Jets just because they need a win so bad. But I just can't do it. And every I've I've chosen the Colts three times and they haven't won a single week. So I've you're taking the Colts? Them. Got it. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Colts. <laughs> oh I'm gonna actually yeah, oh they need to God. win. It's a must win game or Reich is still gone. I don't care. Hold on. I almost Titans wrote them gone. down under Drew's name. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Please don't do that. I'm sick of you guys taking the Colts and being right when I just Overthink it. I want to like, take the Titans now. Do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, it's my pick. Um, we're gonna take. Cool. Uh, they, as Joe Burrow said, they know what they gotta do now. They figured it out. Um, and then we're also gonna take Dallas over Detroit. So Bengals and Cowboys. Okay. Let me cross them out quick. Um, so we got like two games, three games left to choose from. Um, four, four games. Oh yeah, four. I missed the Jets Broncos. Um, you know what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be too risky. I'm just going to take the Giants over the Jaguars. Jude, you know okay. you can like pick against. Other picks too, right? Zach, I am like thirteen and seventeen. I don't need. I do Zach, need help. Never mind. So you ended up not taking the Chargers, correct? Yeah, no, they're still okay. on the board. So I'll take the Chargers. Okay. And then I got my last pick. Yep. I will take the Jaguars Ooh. against the Giants. You know what I should do to guarantee that I get a win? I should just take the Titans right away. <laughs> No, I'm going to take... Uh, Jared, you need to be like shooting for 5-0 and weeks because uh, you yeah, need him to catch up. So what I'm going to do is be bold here, and I will take the Broncos over the Jets. Huge rebound. That's not how you catch up, but okay. I'm for we'll it. Come uh, back. We'll come back to this moment, Zach. Jared, TikTok. This Who's will quarterbacking be the Saints? Yeah, Who's quarterbacking for the Saints this week? Uh, we not Jameis or we get... Uh, no, it, it, it sounds like it's, it's not Winston. It's Dalton. Dalton? He's healthy, but he's not. Winston's not going to play. Weapons are out, right? Just Olave and Callaway. We should have took Olave and player picks. Trotman is out. Um, Jawan Johnson. I should have done it for tight end. 
I Landry's out. They're all out, yeah. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Arizona. You're going 0-1 to start the week. Nice. Well, you know, I think Hopkins is coming back. Expectations are high. I think they win one game, get everyone ho- everyone's hopes up, and then yep. they did. But, Zach, you, you did say the Saints were a playoff <laughs> team, didn't you? You said the Saints were going to be a playoff team to start the year, so... Yeah, I thought I thought he was actually going to play. <laughs> Zach also <laughs> said the Jets were going to go nine and eight, and they're worked. on pace to do that. Yeah. So or exceed that. Really. That's looking but, good. Yeah. Um. So okay, there's the player and team picks. Right, we got those all wrapped up. Mm-hmm. But now we do our fun, the fun part of the episode. These last twenty-ish minutes or so, we got to go through and talk about the games we we want to watch, are going to watch, or the games we don't want to watch. <laughs> Right, so Thursday night, we go there right away. We have Saints and Cardinals. We're eh. getting blessed this Thursday, Drew. Yeah. Compared yeah. to the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these games I think are... this could be like a, a 30 to 35 game. Arizona's <laughs> minus two right now, by the way, and they're home. Minus so. two? Yeah. That means so the Saints are favored by one? Like Yes. Yep. Adjusting neutral neutral field. Also, Cardinals are 0-3 at home, so I don't know how much they, they care about the, the odds makers care about that, but that is thrown in there. Uh, Falcons and Bengals. So let's go to the noon games. Sorry, getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Hackers and Commanders, Falcons and Bengals, Lions and Cowboys, Colts and Titans, Buccaneers and Panthers, Giants and Jaguars, and then Browns and Ravens. Okay, the game I would watch if I'm not watching my favorite team is blank. Giants and Jaguars. Browns and Ravens. Mm, yeah. I'll say Giants and Jaguars too. Not to piggyback. I like the Browns and Ravens too, but well, I don't like taking the Jaguars because obviously I want them to lose. So if I'm watching that game, it's for my own team. Yeah, my, so my game is Colts and Titans, or we could see two, three, and three teams square off in Falcons and Bengals, but I do think the Bengals would get the job done there. So mm-hmm. that was another one. Pretty good noon slate, though, really. I mean, I can I can have um hopefully the main game they're showing on CBS is Colts and Titans. Hope so, yeah. I really I, ideally should be. Otherwise, it, it really could be Jets and Broncos. There's a chance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it'll be, Zach. Did I I actually think it's Jets and Broncos. Oh, but um, oh, God, that, oh, Jets and Broncos is three hundred five. Sorry, sorry, but oh, that man. game that game is going to be so painful to watch. Jets but, Broncos, Jets are going to destroy. It. No, I have Jets, Broncos. Broncos is the main three hundred five no. game. It, it actually is. I'm both, pretty sure both teams are like we, we saw the Jets defense. It's it's looked good so far this year, and obviously yeah. Broncos. That's been the only good part of their team so far this year. <laughs> it, it could realistically be a seventeen to ten game or thirteen yeah. to ten game. <laughs> No, but for noon for CBS, I it, for in our area it's Lions and Cowboys. I'm of pretty it sure. Is. So, uh, yeah, America's team versus mm-hmm. Detroit. So, uh, we'll we'll watch Colts Titans, Jared. I'll be I'll be keeping a, t- a tab on it. You'll be filling me in. Plus, I have yeah. Michael Pittman. So, we like Michael Pittman. We do. But that that'd be the game I'd watch number two if I weren't watching the Packers. So, okay. three hundred five games or slash three twenty five. Not many. It's Jets and Broncos, Texans and Raiders, Seahawks and Chargers, Chiefs and 49ers on Fox. That's a 325 the game there that ever most people will be watching. And that is it for the 3 o'clock games. 
I'll be watching Chiefs and 49ers probably. I mean, that seems like the game to reasonably will be watching. But Jets and Broncos, you know, if I want to watch low-scoring affair, I might turn that on. I mean, the Seahawks and uh, yeah. was it Char- Chargers? Seahawks and Chargers sounds interesting. That yeah, could be it's a good an game. intriguing matchup. But yeah. that's not going to be game of the week, so you're going to have to watch somewhere else on that. Yeah. But is this the Chiefs and 49ers game of the week? It has to be, right? Uh, yeah, yeah it is for 325, I believe, so. Right now, Kansas City's favored minus three at San Francisco. Keep in mind, San Francisco's 2-0 at home so far this year. The over-under is 48.5, if anyone was wondering. Okay. But I would – that should be a good good game. Um, I'm not convinced of 49ers offense yet. I low-key – you know, I'm kind of sick of watching the Chiefs keep play, playing in games. Like, we've watched it a lot already this year, it feels. But yeah, I've probably uh, seen, like, three Chief games already. This- I'd so, watch yeah. the Chiefs and the Broncos. Or, yeah. seen both yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping I'll probably, you know, see if Seahawks and Chargers is available on Fox somewhere. But uh, otherwise, yeah, that's those are the options. Sunday night game, then Steelers and Dolphins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be much as much of a blowout as you guys think. The Steelers think... beat the Buccaneers with backup, right? Yeah, but. I, I don't I mean, know if you can go from week to week basis. Buccaneers have been terrible this year too. What's the, what are the Dolphins going to look like? What's Tua going to look like? That's the big question. You know, will he be back to week one through three, or will he be recovering still? Yeah, I mean, I we're not sure, yeah. but I do I do feel that if if Tua is playing, you got to like Tyreek Hill, you got to like Waddle, you got to like that offense in that game. Just on how creative Mike McDaniel's made it. Plus, I feel that Steelers, you know, offense. You know, I know this Dolphins defense might not be the best, but I just, I don't, I can't trust the Steelers offense on a week to week basis. I think if the Steelers win, it'll be um, a, def- a defensive win. How much do you value the Steelers win over the Bucks last year, or not last year, last week, in evaluating the Steelers as a team? Not I much. mean, the Steelers made the plays when they needed to to end the game. Claypool looked good. I mean, yeah, Claypool hasn't like been utilized this year, though. It's not like they've been terrible. You know, they're a good two and four team. Not good, but they're like one of the best bad teams. Mm, I, guess. I think they're a five one team. Five wins, six wins. Drew, this team hasn't missed Something the like playoffs, that, yeah. and this team hasn't gone under five hundred in years. Yeah, their schedule gets tough, though, Jared. I mean, they got this is the tough part of their schedule. They had the Bills, Buccaneers. Now they have the Dolphins and the Eagles coming up. Jared, yeah. I think. You've like you voiced your opinions on the Packers not being good this year, right? Yeah. And now you keep mentioning the Buccaneers as a tough opponent or like it's a good still Tom win. Brady. I didn't say the Packers were bad. I said they've been still playing. Aaron Rodgers, Jared. Yeah, they've been so, playing. Bad. So have the Bucks. I would say the Bucks and the Packers are. I think Pretty I had the Bucks terrible. like one spot ahead of them. They're yeah. like the same team this year. Well, Old quarterback yeah. playing terrible. Bucks defense gives them the edge. I yeah. I also have to point out that. There is no winless football team so far this year. Um, you know, every team's won a game. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and th- this usually doesn't happen like this this early. So, well, my point is is that not every team is going to maintain this like two and four. You know, what I mean, like these two, they have two mm-hmm. wins right now. Like the Bears, I think the Bears are going to finish like with five wins. You know, and that that would mean they would have go really bad. You know, they'd have a terrible record down the stretch. But I just can't see you know some of these teams maintaining that pace where they. You know, if they lose, let's say what they're at right now, if you lose four for every four you lose, you win two. I can't see them maintain them that pace being maintained, especially with a team like the Steelers. I think if Najee can get it 
kick it up a little bit and Juju starts, or not Juju, if Claypool starts getting used a little bit more like he should be, they have the capability of the offensive line though is one of the worst Terrible. in all of football. Yeah. And they haven't worked on it since <laughs> they have no. always been bad. Speaking of bad offensive lines, Bears and Patriots. Bears being that bad offensive line I mentioned. Patriots, not so much. They've been actually quite impressive. So I like how you're singling out the Bears offensive line, calling them bad when you should just be saying the whole team is a terrible football team. Their offense their, is their bad. defense is their defense is respectable in some aspects. Jaquan oh, Briskers yeah. look good. Yeah. I guess. So I, I mean I'd they only say... they only allowed twelve points to the 49ers, but that was also in a, a rainstorm. And I guess it's 12 against the commanders, yeah. which is again, you know, not, I mean, it, it's still an NFL team, right? It's still an offense, but you know, 12 points against commanders last week was the once in a broken finger. Yeah. That um, was, was really ugly. Though. I do like the Patriots in this game. You know, I like them a lot in this game. I'm hoping that's kind of my, my Hunter Henry thing. I'm hoping they get a lot of red zone opportunities. So that's kind of where I go with him. If Damian Harris is out this week, Stevenson is going to have another 20 plus point game. For yep. fantasy that, I'm mon- that's, that's the big thing I'm monitoring. Cause I want to know though, if Harris is on a snap count, which I think he could be, I would love to start Stevenson still regardless. I don't even know if you have to I'm start Harris. Stevenson, no matter what. I don't think yeah. even if you're the Patriots, you don't even risk it. You just get Harris healthy. You just saw Stevenson, you know, take over last week. I don't think they need Harris to come back yet. I like that take. I, I hope they do that. Yeah. I hope they approach it. Also, Jacoby Myers. Let's talk about how, I mean, he looked with, because it sounds like Mac Jones is going to be back. But uh, Bailey Zappi and um, Jacoby Myers have been had that connection so far. Do we think that's going to keep up with Mac Jones? Well, didn't uh, Jacoby Myers have his biggest game this season with Mac Jones in his last game before Jones got injured? Yeah, yeah, I, I actually think so. But the point is still, um, Myers has performed consistently well with. Zappi. I'd be more concerned about is uh, Taekwon Thornton going to have a bigger impact in this offense and bigger role in this offense than it would be about is it going to be Zappy or is it going to be Mac Jones? Uh, what we about, saw him like, get worked into the offense, get two touchdowns last week. So, mm-hmm. what does that mean also then for Devontae Parker? What does it mean for Nelson Aguilar? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like the receivers. I it's a it's a question we because I am looking at Jordan. picking up one of those receivers on in the dynasty. Yeah, that, exactly what I'm oh. asking about because you know this game is going to be a game we're going to see a lot of people stream. I feel players for mm-hmm. especially because of the bye week. So Zach mentioned Thornton. I feel like Thornton is going to be a touchdown dependent guy, kind of like you know I'll throw Taysom Hill in there, which Zach and I accurately predicted as you saw on the TikTok, but. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, 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 it's boomer bust touchdown wise. There's a lot of guys who fit that role this week based on players being out. I'm going to say Jawan Johnson again against Arizona tomorrow night. You know, a lot of guys out. Trotman being out. They, they don't have anyone. <laughs> yeah. Is there any other like streamers you guys were looking at? Like, or you feel could be relevant for everyone dealing with bye weeks? PJ Walker, if you need a super flex no, quarterback. No, no. <laughs> I, I made a mistake last Jared. week. Yeah, I know. I, I he's projected 14. He only put up like three last week. I'm still contemplating feel- if I start Callaway over him tomorrow. I don't really know yet. If I would Josh if Josh Palmer's still available in your league and Allen's ruled out again, I mean you gotta just you gotta ride it. Mm-hmm. What about um Latavius Murray against the Jets? Mm. 
he no. got a lot of carries he's, last week. He, well, he's he did. Be, he's their lead back. Yeah, like, I uh, think it's pretty clear. Oh, uh, what what? But what happened today? Nathaniel Hackett came out and mentioned how Melvin Gordon will be starting on Sunday. I just they don't think they trust him. Didn't he so, start this week too? He did. Yeah, but I have <laughs> like a feeling that was. I do have a feeling though that carries, yeah. I think it'll be more 50-50 this week than what was it like 95 to 5 or something Mike, last week. Mike Boone value is like non-existent now, right? Oh yeah, Mike no. Mike Boone cuz Latavius Murray was unavailable that one game cuz of the trade and come yeah. from him coming back from London. So what happens then? Insert Mike Boone no more after Latavius Murray comes back. But what about Greg Dulcich? Dude, we talked about him before the we season. We were wrong about started. it. We talked about him before the season started, didn't we? Um, we were talking about Albert O over Greg Dulcich. Um, we did, yeah. Is it, Dul- is yeah. it Dulcich, right? Dulcich, yeah. Dulcich, yeah. Dulcich, yeah. I mean, so I saw somewhere he ran a route on like 80% of Wilson's dropbacks yep. or something like that, 80-90%. Like, he had a great road participation, and we saw him. He only got, I think, three targets. But also, he was wide open on another play where yeah. Wilson was just I... – didn't look at him like he's done every game this year with someone, but – I, I dropped Albert O in Dynasty. Yeah. You did? Yep. Oh. I would too. I, I, I've seen enough from Dulcich where I was wrong. You know, we admit when we're wrong. And uh, um, we, we talked you Albert were, O over Greg Dulcich. And, did you replace him or just drop him? Because, I mean, if there's no I, 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 picked, I picked someone else up. I picked up Bailey Zappi, actually. I've, oh. seen, I've seen enough from him where I feel he could be relevant down the road in a Dynasty format, especially Superflex. He is a third string, though. Yep, I mean, Zappy. Yeah, I don't know if he plays again unless injuries happen. I feel like that's somebody that it's like. Well, Drew, I know how you usually play fantasy. You pick up a guy like that, and then all of a sudden he's not going to play for however many weeks, and you're going to need a roster spot, and then that's when you drop him. I mean, I yeah. think obviously you're not the only person that does that. A lot of people do that, but I think that's going to be a situation with Zappy as well. Or I'll make room. I mean, I picked up Isaiah Pacheco. I picked up. Or I'll make maybe make a move or I'll hold on. I mean, I picked up Geno Smith and you know, things have happened there. I dropped Nick Foles and I picked up Sam Ellinger, (laughs) but like I'll, I'll I'll hold a guy, Zach, if he, if he can maintain value, because if he maintains value, I'm just going to keep him. I might flip him. I might. Yeah. I'm just saying like, as soon as Mac Jones comes back, absolutely. I got Mac Jones too. So, I mean, I mean, if you look at that aspect, it's kind of a QB handcuff when you see a super flex league as, Weird as that sounds. Are we doing uh, some start sit dilemmas or? Yeah, throw some at me. I mean, mine was just uh, the whole Marcus Callaway and PJ Walker thing, basically. Callaway. Okay, that's, that's easy for me. Yeah, I'm gonna say Rondell Moore or Jacoby Myers. I know what you're gonna say, Drew. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Myers, give me a tough one, Zach. I'd say I feel Myers. like you, you guys are going to disagree. Yeah, oh, I'm obviously Myers. Because I care about uh, route. Per- I care about the route participation. I care about the targets. And Rondell Moore is going to give you both of those over. You know, uh, a a game against potentially the Bears, where they're going to be running the ball so much with Stevenson and Crew based out of Harris's playing oh. because they're going to be up. I actually I have, have good Alec one. Pierce, but I'm starting uh, Pittman in that league as well. So I don't okay. want to start two receivers from the Colts. I have a good one here. Non PPR standard. Amari Cooper, Jamal Williams, or Brandon Cooks. Uh, uh. It's a twelve team uh. league. 
Yeah. I, right now, I'm starting Amari Cooper. Cooper for touchdowns, but I feel like Cooks in PPR. Okay. Last week, I feel Cooks, like Cooper's going to get Cooper's Cooks put up last week, and Cooper put up Cooper put up ten. <laughs> okay. Do I dare uh, start Greg Dulcich over again? Pat Fryermuth? <laughs> no, <laughs> he had like three targets last week. Yeah, because one for a touchdown. His first what about? So I have Rashad White. Look at how bad this looks right now. I'm not favored in a single matchup. Oh. I'm favored. No, this is the ultimate green. So I have, let me go through this. I got two fantasy basketball leagues, and then I have five fantasy football leagues. I'm favored in all seven right now. I call it the ultimate green. I have that it right now. a little better. I got a green in there. <laughs> you got one. Yeah. God. Well, my, the top one, I'm missing like all my players, you know, buys and injuries. But Oh, I'm against I'm- Drew and Drew's Dynasty League. Yeah, I know. Creative name. We we need to vote on a name in the offseason. Uh, you know, pretty yeah, soon uh, after whoever wins it should get to rename it. Boom. Essentially. League winner renames it. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay. I have a few starts at dilemmas I would like to be answered. My first one is Rashad White or Dontrell Hiller, Hilliard. Why are you starting either of them? <laughs> Um, I'm starting with Sean White right now against White. Carolina. Probably White. Uh, <laughs> who's, who's, what's your other um, option? That can't be your other option. Oh, you want some more options? The waiver wire we go. Uh, Kyle Usechek. What league Hill. is that? Yeah. Avery Williams. The six what league is that? League? It, it's the Dynasty League, Zach. The one where I, oh, I'm going God. all in in and I'm two and four. Oh, my yeah. God. Wait, the one that I just beat you in last week? No, no, no. no, no. Not no. that one. Okay. It's called Dynasty League. Wait, is this a flex spot or just running back? Oh, it's a running back spot, Zach. We have bad news oh in the buy department. I got, I got Eno just Benjamin. White. Just start white and hold I got Eno one. Benjamin. No, I'm. I will not pay the high prices of Zach and others in that league to for one week. I will start Rashad White with, you know, I I don't even know. I'll start him with dignity. I didn't even know I had Eno Benjamin. <laughs> Zach, what, what's the price on Benjamin? I got Tyler Algier as well. I what's actually the have quite on, a few running backs. What's the price on Benjamin? Uh, give me a third. No. All right, Second. we're moving on. I'll give no, you two no! firsts. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'm looking if I have any other dilemmas for you guys. I'm starting Michael Gallup in a league. I feel like that's gonna be a pretty good play if Dak comes back. Uh, what else? I'm starting Rondell Moore. Shocker. I'm trying to tank in this league, right? So, my starting lineup. Ooh, I, got I didn't even start a quarterback last week because I have Ryan Tannehill and Deshaun Watson. Tannehill was not by, so I had nobody to start. And I'm starting Harrison Bryant as my tight end. And honestly, my lineup isn't like terrible, but I'm currently in last place, tied at one one and five, one and five with another guy. I'm only wow. 20 points behind him. So my tank might fail. I have a good one. <laughs> That's here. What I'm worried about. Yeah, I have, I, have, about this. I have one too. Okay, so it's going to sound bad. So I, I have Chase Edmonds and Naeem Hines, um, but that's not what I want to go over. I want to go over Elijah Moore, Naeem Hines, or Devontae Parker as my flex. Or I guess you could put Chase Elijah Edmonds Moore, as flex, Hines. and then you could put Devontae Parker. Hines as the runner. Taylor's playing, right? Yeah. Yeah, should be. I'll take Parker over Moore. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I got one. I think that this might be one of our last ones here. Looking at time, though. Um. So I have 
Swift and Stevenson, I'm for sure starting, right? And then and my running back spots. But then I'm looking at um do I start Brandon Cooks? Do I start um DJ Moore? Do the same or thing you I did start to me. Jacoby Ugh. Myers. Ugh. Ugh. Name him again. It's Jacoby Myers, DJ Moore, and Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Or and Travis Etienne. So like do I start Etienne, Etienne in the flex spot? Okay. But then is or, it Cooks? Ooh, Jacoby Myers, it, actually. Over ETN? No. No. You got picked two I of them, ETN and Myers. ETN and Myers. So you're starting them over Cooks. You you would start yeah. ETN and Myers over Cooks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got one I, more I, I need to answer here. I got Chris Godwin, Rondale Moore, CD Lamb, Jalen Waddle, Christian Kirk. Oh, Waddle, this, Kirk again. This, this league again. It's Waddle, the same Kirk, league, Lamb. yeah. More <laughs> Waddle Kirk Lamb over Godwin. Yes, they've been playing terrible. I don't know. Oh, your receiver Godwin's had yeah. 10, 6, 12 targets. That's been his target share in the last three games since he got back. Okay, he went over I, this I last week too. So just and... more. No, more is out of it. It's Godwin, Waddle, and Lamb, I think, is what you want to hear. That's, and that's what, what I'm, I'm going right to tell now. you. I just tried to write no, down. I start Kirk over Godwin. No. Kirk has been bad like, what, four Kirk's weeks Kirk's been so spotty. Three. He had three good weeks, and now three weeks that are, eh. Well, yep. He had a touchdown last last week. Yeah, he had All right. like 10 to 12, 11. But... Yeah. So I'm going to actually, I'll probably listen to you on the Cooks and Myers, because that one was on the fence with me. I'm finally benching DJ Moore in a league. In only one. I'm starting even another. I still believe one day. <laughs> one day he will lead me with a 20-point game. One day. Oh, my one God. Day. Three years. And that is probably going to wrap it up here, guys. Unless you have anything else here. But Thrive Fantasy, promo code J2M, and link down below in the link tree. So go check that out. Again, you can start your journey to a million today. You can check out our parlays on our Instagram, at Drew Sports Crew, and our TikTok as well, at Drew Sports Crew. The Twitter, also at Drew Sports Crew as well. Drew Sports Crew then on Facebook and YouTube if you're watching there. Otherwise, you know, check out our parlays Sunday. You'll see some controversial power rankings posted next week as well, as Zach likes to post those. So Controversial? Yeah. They were yes. good this week. Like the Chargers at five? I didn't mind them, Zach. I'm just saying. The Chargers are at six, right? You no, literally could not. You cannot tell me somebody to put over the Chargers. You have no justification. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I said like, the Giants. I, I don't said like the, the Chargers at five. Well, I said Who the Giants. I have over them. Five. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I said the Giants could have been five, Chargers six. All right. That's going to wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skybergers, along with Zach Roush and Jared Valeski. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the journey to a million, the perfect podcast for you.